Welcome to the Everything Early Childhood podcast designed for approved providers, nominated supervisors and other childcare leaders. This fun, lighthearted and very serious podcast features weekly episodes on strategy, advice and conversations with fascinating and inspiring people from across our sector. Join the journey and have access to the tools and inspiration you need to create high performing childcare businesses. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Everything Early Childhood. I'm your host, Lisa Brown. In this episode, we are going to be discussing one of the most powerful time management techniques out there, time blocking. You'll learn how to use this technique to increase your productivity, achieve your goals, and balance your work and your personal life. So everything is combined. If you're tired of feeling overwhelmed and struggling to get things done, then this episode is for you. We'll show you how to create a schedule that works for you, how to overcome distractions and procrastination, and how to make time blocking a habit. So whether you're a busy childcare business owner, director or leader, this episode will help you to take control of your time and achieve more in less time. So let's dive in and continue our mission to master our time. So time blocking, what is it? So time blocking, it's a time management technique that involves dividing the day into blocks of time. So each dedicated to a specific task or activity. And the idea is to use this structure to prioritize our tasks. So it will increase focus and productivity and avoid distractions. It involves scheduling specific time slots for different activities such as work, exercise, personal time and breaks. So this technique can help you achieve your goals and manage your time more effectively. So in today's episode, what we're going to do is that I'm going to take you through how to build your time blocking schedule. So here we go. Five steps to effectively use a time blocking technique. So the first thing you want to do is identify your goals. So you want to clearly define your goals and priorities for the day, for the week, for the month. Now, this will really help you to understand what activities are most important and need to be scheduled first. So what you want to do, you want to um, put down every single thing that you need to do put down every task, put down everything and you want to have different um, topics. So the topics that I've got for mine are self-care, social, an AM block, a PM block, active um, planning time and creation. Um, So that's how I block my time but my categories here are self-care Um, So things in my self-care category, I have things that I really enjoy. So really brainstorm and think about those things that you really enjoy. So for me and my self-care, I love reading. I love journaling, massage. So I get a massage every month and I love it so much. Um, Hair, like a mani and a pedi, um, facial, bath, personal growth. So I love learning new things. Um, So for some, that might be a drag, but for me, that's Um, gratitude journal, um, write thank you notes to people. Um, I think it's 
gone. Like the the um, seeing actually a written handwritten note is so beautiful and so powerful. Um, I love writing. So whether it's um, designing and writing and talking, I love doing these podcasts. This is actually self-care for me um, and sharing and um, just time outside, time in nature. Um, the next category for me is my life admin. So what does that look like? So life admin is like things that you need to do for your life. So remember when we time block and when we design our time blocking schedule, it's not just going to be about work. It's going to be about because the biggest gripe that we hear is we don't have enough time. But when you actually measure your time and when you make time for things, you'll actually be surprised with how much time you have. So in order to have time for things, we need to create this time blocking schedule um, in order to ensure that we make time for things that matter most in our life. So life admin is um, for me paying bills, shopping, so designing a menu plan, um, doing online grocery shopping, um, gift shopping, diary planning and washing. I hate washing. Um, Health. So health and it might be like cleaning for you as well. Um, That was the first thing we outsourced um, is getting a cleaner. People might look at it like it's a really big thing. expense or it's a really big um, indulgence thing but in actual fact um, it, it took a long time for me to realize but the more you delegate the more you can do things that you actually want to do and spend time with people that you actually want to spend time with like why would I want to spend my whole weekend cleaning the house after I've just spent all week um, busy at work and um, supporting people why would I then just want to come home and clean the house and it's not like mess it's just like the bathrooms you know how they get just to that state where you just you need you obviously need to clean clean them so we keep it tidy we're very tidy but we get a cleaner in um our cleaner's amazing we've been using her for a really long time and she just comes in while we're out working and we come home and it's the best feeling I don't know all of you out there who have a cleaner like isn't it the best feeling to come home and somebody else clean your house (laughs) like there's no better feeling anyways so look at when you do list those life admin tasks um maybe think about that maybe think about what you can delegate um to other people and what it start what you need to start outsourcing so we might do an episode on that later on as well but who knows all right health so walk so walking I wanted to set time to walk each day cooking cooking was really important for the health um, we are big culprits in our household of Uber Eats um, so we have made a pack this year to stop using Uber Eats um, so we're cooking um, sleeping, drink water, like dentist, doctor, that sort of thing. Cause I hate going and seeing medical professionals. Um, and I'm lucky that I haven't had to, um, touch wood, but, um, yeah, so it's really important to make sure that you are scheduling those things and those regular checkups. And my next category is social fun and recreation. So that's hobbies, um, check messages, phone calls, make plans with friends. Um, and I've set time to do that each week. Um, relationships. So um, we've put things, so phone free hour, dinner, question, date night, Saturdays. Um, you would also have your family and things in that category as well to have regular time for your family. 
And then wealth and finance. So time to review your budget and set goals. Um, So in one of these categories, make sure that you make time to also review your schedule because often when I find that I, that I, and it happens, like you get back into bad habits, things start creeping in or you get so much, you've got so much to do that you just start, um, whether it's multitasking like our last episode and you need to cut back and start single tasking, whether you need to then revisit your time blocking because your schedule has changed, um, it's really important to check back in um, with this schedule to make sure that it's aligned with what your current situation is. So you might have something change, you might get a new job, have a new project that you're starting that requires different timing. So your um, time blocking schedule is working really well, but it's not. Revisit the question as to why and um, update that. So I've got many different versions of um, my time blocking schedule because of that, because sometimes in different seasons, it can look a little bit different. Um, And I love a slow start to my morning. So where I can have a slow start to my morning, I do. Um, If I can't and I need to head out to see clients, um, then that's okay as well. We just, just account for that on our time blocking schedule. So if you want some examples um, under each category, let me know, but you need to decide for you um, and and maybe I might do our next episode of this, but it's developing that wheel of life. Um, it's developing those, I call them um, like segments and you've got to think about it like a, it's a big circle and it's broken up into um, different segments, like when you cut an orange up um, into the different segments every segment is for something different in your life. And it's really important for you as, for you as an individual to work out personally what, the, what those segments or what's in, what um, segments are important to you in your life. Once you've worked out those segments, um, work out goals in those segments and, and what you need to do to achieve those goals um, or what you want to do, such as what I've just said to you, those were my segments, and then put them in action in your time blocking um, system. So once you've got your um, important tasks um, and you are identified your goals, you're going to create your schedule. So you can use your calendar. So a lot of people just use their um, calendar. I really recommend before you do that to create like um, a master version. So um, literally I've just got a um, blank thing here with like almost like a roster. You know how we do our staffing roster? We've got shift times and then the days of the week. It pretty much looks like a staff roster almost. Um, It's got the days of the week. So remember, it's not just for work. So you want to include the weekend as well. Um, So I've got the days across the week in a column and then down the side, I've got the time. So um, this one starts at 5.30, whereas my original one started at 7. So think about what time you want to... Um, wake up it's recommended or science um, or research states that it's real it's really um, great if you can wake up at the same time each day Um, it's great for your body and then your body starts to get into that clock and that rhythm Um, but again that's completely up to you and your individual circumstances so once you have that template there you want to start filling it in so look at how much time you want to 
you want to put aside four different things. Um, what does your morning look like? Do you have a morning routine? Um, so for me in the morning, um, I met, do the meditation. So I use Insight Timer. I literally wake up and that's the first thing I do. I hate mornings. I'm not a morning person. I have tried. <laughs> I tried and I keep trying. And I, I, it's weird because when I'm overseas, I love mornings. And I don't know if it's just because you get up, you bounce up and you're ready for that amazing day. But when I'm here... Um, I very much struggle with mornings. So it's a nice way to, when my alarm goes off, I put on the meditation straight away. If only my alarm could be a meditation, that would be amazing. If any of you have an app out there that have an alarm meditation, that would be amazing. Um, so my alarm goes off. I go on to Insight Timer. I choose a meditation that I want to listen to for that day and set an in- intention for the day. Um, it pretty much just gives me an excuse to lay in bed for an extra five to seven minutes. Um, Then I have a shower, drink water and um, take vitamins. Um, And then I drive. When I drive, I listen to a podcast or an audio book. So that's time for me. So that's color-coded and I've color-coded each of my six categories. Um, So that's in pink for me and that is my self-care time. So that is time for me, time that I am doing um, that that for me. Um, what I haven't equated for, so on my other routine would be walking. So um, when I wake up a little bit later, um, I will do a walk in the in the morning when I don't have to be anywhere. I'll do a walk in the morning and I'll listen to the podcast on the walk rather than the drive. And um, then I put in, if I have to wake up earlier, I'll do my walk later. But for me, what I find is, and I don't know if it's for you as well, if I don't walk in the morning, I tend to not walk. Um, It's a really, I think it's a good habit to get into is just sort of getting it out of the way in the morning. Um, And I've done heaps of episodes where we've talked about episodes and how I make walking a habit. Um, I've recently tried in my head to incorporate swimming as well. Um, And we, and I haven't, I haven't successfully done it. And just incorporating one more option into my exercise routine didn't work. And then I started to become overwhelmed with the decision. Like, do I walk? Do I swim? Am I walking? Am I swimming? I thought, oh gosh, just make it simple. Just have one thing. So we're going back to walking people. (laughs) Um, We're going back to walking every morning and then I don't need to think about it. That's what's happening. And I get to listen to amazing podcasts, um, which I love to do. Well, some mornings I just listen to music, um, but I love listening to podcasts on my walk. So look at that timing for you. So that's how my morning work walk, uh, walks. That's how my morning works. Um, that's the schedule that I've created for that um, session. So you want to make sure that you include time for everything that you have put on your segments, on your wheel of life to show what's important to you. So as I said earlier, um, I've included time for self-care, life admin, health, sun, social recreation, relationships and family and wealth and finance. Um, But look at your tasks that you need to do at work. And what we've done is we've divided our time. So when you've list all of those tasks that you need to do in that week, (coughs) excuse me, when you've listed all of your tasks that you need to do in that week, you want to look at how much time you have to do them. So take out your lunch breaks, take out um, any other time and realistically, how much time do you want to be spending working in the week? So um, 
then divide that by the task. So you've got what tasks have you got to do? You've got you've got your people, you've got your marketing, your sales, client engagement, admin, um, doing the job, business development, training and mentoring, and any variables. So then you want to break it down, and you want to um, write down under each of those categories um, what how much time you want to spend or dedicate to those categories, and schedule it in your time blocking schedule. So in my schedule, it's green, it's light green and um, anything that it's a set task. So I don't actually assign tasks. I assign like an AM working block and a PM working block um, rather than setting assigned tasks. Any assigned tasks, so on Mondays I have assigned tasks, for example, um, they are in dark green. So um, they are in dark green. If you're looking after multiple services, um, you might have um, each day you might have that service in a color and write that down that you're focusing on that service for that color. If you're a director who is looking after um, a service with a, that's a large service, so we're talking about um, you know 90, 100, 120, 30 places, um, you might want to dedicate your time to a room each day. Um, so pop those rooms on your time blocking schedule and that and check in with them. So those are your check-in days to focus on that room, go and observe different p- times of the day in that room rather than, again, going back to that multitasking where your brain is just all over the place. So that's a strategy that we put in place for a lot of our directors um, to focus on those times. So look at that and look at what that looks like for you. So step one is to identify your goals and your tasks, look at your wheel of life and work out what your priorities are. Categorize them. Once you've categorized them and worked out exactly what you want to achieve and do in your whole week, then you want to create your schedule. So you want to block out time for the different activities. And remember, this includes business, personal, exercise, work and breaks. Make sure that you include breaks on your schedule as well. Now, I have time blocked my time into um, half an hour time blocks um, unless it's unless it's different. So half an hour for certain things and an hour for like AM block one is an hour. AM block two is another hour. So in between that, I'll have a short break. So please make sure that you are accounting for any breaks within your schedule as well. So once you have created your schedule um, you and included everything that you need to include, you want to be realistic about how much time you'll need to complete each task and you want to allow for contingencies as well. So it's better to have some free time than over schedule and become overwhelmed. So I've created um, half an hour to an hour in my day called miscellaneous. <laughs> um, so it's just time in each day where I can address any Thing that comes up um, during the day um, that isn't on my schedule. So if you get someone come to you with a problem, if you get someone come to you with something that needs to be addressed, it's really important to have that time scheduled for that miscellaneous time. And unless it's an emergency or it affects the children's health and safety, then um, it, you can say to someone, yep, I've scheduled time for that at 1.30. I'll come back to that at 1.30. 
for example, and then just make sure that you write that down in um, your miscellaneous to come back to that at that time that's scheduled. Now, number four is the most tricky part. It's stick to your schedule. So once you have created your schedule, do your best to stick to it. So try to avoid interruptions, distractions during your scheduled work time. Um, and it's it's actually easy. So once you do your schedule, um, it's really predictable. So not only are you going to know what you have next and there's no decision fatigue around what you're going to do or when you're going to do it. Um, sometimes you get to that AM block and you, each week I recommend on the Sunday once you have that structure in place and that sort of master version, every Sunday for the week or wherever, whenever you want, if, if you don't want it to interrupt your weekend, um, Friday before you leave, then work out what you are going to do in those blocks, those working blocks um, for that week for you as well. So you can add things in. So know what your tasks or priorities are for the next week and you can add those in. We've also assigned time. So I've also assigned time half an hour um, before my shift, the same time every day. Um, I've assigned time to work on my to-do list for the next day and set an intention. So that remember, it's really important to create those boundaries. Um, and we talk about, I think we've done an episode on this about um, transitioning and creating that third space between home and work and being able to know exactly like have those strategies and boundaries in place so that you leave work at work when you go home you should be able to open that door and greet whoever is on the other side your children your husband your wife whoever is on the other side you should be able to greet them with a smile so whatever you need to do in between um whether it's talk to a friend whether it's um create that to-do list to leave it at work, listen to a podcast, whatever that transition space looks like for you. um, It's really important to create those boundaries to leave work at work. Um, Because if you don't, and then you complain that your work life is interfering with your home life, um, then you have to ask yourself, what can I do to make this easy? What can I do or what strategies can I implement to make sure that that doesn't happen? Um, Of course, being a leader of people, you're going to get things that are unexpected and things that pop up. Um, We know that that's a life um, that we live and we love what we do. Um, And so that's okay. You have to be a little bit flexible as well. So number five is to review and adjust. So remember, it's a master copy, but if it's not working, it's not working. So it's important to take the time to review your schedule regularly and make any adjustments as needed. So if you find that you're consistently running out of time for certain tasks, consider rescheduling them for a different time or a different day of the week. So for example, um, every Friday, um, every Friday um, when I was in my service, for example, um, I left, that was my day that I left early. I left early every Friday. Um, I worked really long hours on the other days. And so Friday was my day that I left early. And ever since I was a director, that was my deal. I finished at three every Friday um, because obviously I'd put in long hours during the week. And so Fridays was my day to finish. Um, and so that was my self-care afternoon. And I did things for myself and schedule different things um, for myself and caught up with people. Um, Other people are doing four-day weeks so they're um, 
putting everything into four days and it's hard. It's hard work to achieve everything we need to in four days. Um, But then the flip side of that is that you've got a whole nother day for you. So work out what's important to you, but of course it's give and take. um, And um, yeah, so that's how it works. Um, The other sacrifice as a business owner that we made um, with my family is that um, I'm, as I said, I'm not a morning person. I'm a night person. So if you're not an early bird, you're a night owl. Um, I'm a night owl. And funny thing is that whichever one you are, your family is likely to be that too. So your parents. Um, So I found that really interesting. But um, so, and you can train yourself to be the other one, but I'm having, (laughs) I'm having difficulty with that. Um, so with the, I'm still working on it, I should say. So with, um, what we agreed is cause I work better at nights is that two nights a week I stayed back and worked on these big projects, um, and content creation and things that I wanted to develop and assets that I wanted to create for um, my business. And that worked really well, um, for, for my family. And we had set nights that they were, that they happened, um, and they were predictable and everyone knew that, that, that they were that they were happening so yeah make sure if if it's not working review it and adjust make adjustments um and then that way it's really really clear so it's important to note that time blocking is a technique that requires some time to get used to and it might take time to find the right system that works for you so be really patient be flexible while experimenting with different blocks, time blocks and durations. Um, so this is another example of a time blocking schedule. Um, and remember, it just involves dividing the day into blocks of time. So each dedicated um, to a specific task or activity. So for example, um, six to seven, uh, wake up, exercise, breakfast, um, seven to nine, work on important tasks, nine to 10, have a break, 10 to 12, work on important tasks, lunch. So it can be really um broad like this and then as I said each Sunday or Friday just add in the task or even the day before add in the task for the next day um, or projects so then you'll have a break three to four four to six you'll work on less important tasks or admin um, six to seven dinner seven to nine personal time so reading hobbies and socializing and nine to ten prepare for the next day and then ten whatever 10 p.m you're going to sleep So that's just an example of a structure with how you can do it. Some may prefer to have shorter blocks of work time and more frequent breaks. That's okay too. Um, While others may prefer longer breaks uh, or longer blocks with shorter breaks or fewer breaks. Um, And the important thing is to find the schedule that's going to work for you and help you achieve your goals. So time blocking is important because it helps individuals manage their time more effectively, which can lead to increased productivity and goal attainment. So here are a few reasons why goal blocking is important. So number one is prioritization. So time blocking allows individuals to prioritize their tasks so they can focus on the most important activities first and we're not getting carried away or bombarded with everything that gets sent to us um, every single day. So it can help you achieve your goals more efficiently. 
Two, it increases your focus. So by dedicating specific blocks of time to specific activities, you can avoid distractions and increase your focus on the task at hand. So again, that single tasking comes into play with your time blocking. They work hand in hand. Um, It makes better use of your time. So time blocking allows individuals to use their time more effectively um, by avoiding procrastination and multitasking. I know that often I can get into cycles of procrastination about deciding which tasks to do. So um, this and the reason I wanted to do an episode on this is because it's relevant for me now too. My schedule has changed this year. So it's important now for me to come back at the start of the year, look at my time blocking. I've got all the strategies. So even for you, you may have heard this before. This may not be a new thing for you, but if you find that this is something you're struggling with, it may be the sign or the call to go back and revisit it and review to whatever your schedule is now. Um, you, it improves your work-life balance. It absolutely does. So when time blocking is um, effective, effectively um, followed, it can help you to be to have that better balance between work and your personal responsibilities by dedicating specific blocks to both. Um, and then five, your flexibility. So time blocking allows you to be more flexible by allowing you to adjust your schedule as needed. Um, so rather than assigning different things, um, tasks, you've assigned time to complete those tasks. Because the biggest thing with your schedule is saying, okay, I need to do that, but when am I going to do that? And if you have your general master time blocking, you know exactly when you're going to achieve those tasks. And if you're smart, there, we obviously, for you, you can work out, do you work best in the morning? Do you work best in the afternoon? Um, obviously, sometimes, I mean, I know for me, after lunch is my um, trough. So that's when I'm a bit down. Um, but in the afternoon and night, that's actually when I work best. So do you tackle your emails? So do you tackle your emails in the morning or the afternoon? Um, I read somewhere that... Um, I always thought that you shouldn't do emails um, first thing in the morning, that your first thing in the morning, you should tackle those big projects, those big tasks. And specifically, um, I've read recently that you should do them on Mondays and Tuesdays, have them as your big project days, because then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you have those free to tackle anything else that you need to work on. But if you don't... um, But because you've already worked on your big project Monday, Tuesday, you feel really fulfilled at the end of the week rather than getting to the end of the week and being like, oh, I didn't achieve anything or my inching me closer to those big goals and big projects that you want to um, head towards. And also emails, right? So the never ending, I feel like it's like washing. It's just that never ending thing that just keeps going, going, going. Um, Schedule time, schedule time to check your emails. Don't feel like you have to check them um, every minute of every day as they come in and respond in real time. That's insane. Um, Unless it's urgent, then um, schedule time to get back to that or get, you know, into those emails. The biggest advice that I had around emails this week was schedule the time where you can read and review the emails and action them at the same time. 
So, um, for example, we go through emails. Um, we answer any ones that just require um, – so each evening I'll go through emails and I'll answer any ones that just require just a simple text response. Um, anything that requires further action and time, I'll flag. And then when I sit down to actually action emails, I have a list and I work through that list with all the actions that I need to achieve. And this is a new strategy that I've put in place this year and it's working really, really well. Um, so number six is your better time management. So time blocking can help to avoid the feeling of being overwhelmed um, by the amount of tasks and responsibilities, as well as avoiding unexpected deadlines by planning ahead. So if somebody gives you a task, um, you ask for the deadline. So say, what is the deadline? What happens here? And then um, you can tell them, I've got this in my time, in my schedule. Um, this is when our next block is. And then schedule it in that block. So time blocking is a powerful tool that will help you to achieve your goals and it'll help you to manage your time more effectively. It can be applied to different areas of your life, again, such as work, um, personal projects, leisure, self-care, family time, and it can be applied to different areas of your life. So you want to, it gives you that really beautiful, or it can give you that really beautiful balance of work life. And when you actually see it mapped out on your master schedule, um, your whole life and everything you need to achieve in your life, you'll be like, wow, I do have time for this. Um, so we have weekends as well, right? So just make sure you look at your weekends, making sure that you're putting self-care on weekends as well and that some things may overlap on the weekends um, and other things might not. And then that way, you know, when a friend says to you, um, let's catch up. So Sundays might be a family day for you. So they're out. That is a dedicated family day. Um, but Saturdays is might be scheduled block time for your social time or, or maybe every second week you may rotate with um, your partner. Um, so it's, um, yeah, so you'll know exactly in your schedule when you can schedule that next time with your friends. So it's important to find the right system that works for you and be patient while you experiment um, with the different timing and blocks and duration. So I'm super excited to introduce um, time blocking. It's definitely a strategy that works for me. And if I find that I'm getting a little bit off track, I make sure that I come back and revisit and review this. And I'm at this point right now. So that's why I thought I would share that with you all. Um, and when this system is working effectively, it's really important important to um yeah it's it works great it works really really fantastically and it's one of the strategies that we help our clients to achieve um so if time management is an issue for you um we have coaching and advisory services and this is one of the areas the many 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 areas because early childhood is multifaceted um so qips um policies dealing with staffing issues. Um, we get calls a lot about um, interpreting the regulations and the law. Um, we get messages a lot about what needs to be reported, should this be reported. Um, but we want to help you achieve your big goals and your big visions um, in 2023. So if you are interested in hearing more information about our coaching and advising advisory service at Platinum Education, please get in touch. I'd love to work with you personally. Um, but thank you so much for tuning into 
today's episode of our podcast. We hope you found the information on time blocking useful. Remember, time blocking is a powerful tool that can help you achieve your goals by managing your time more effectively. We encourage you to give it a try and see how it goes. And don't forget to, su- to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to us. Again, we're so close to 10,000 listeners. So we're so excited to get to that point and even reach over and keep aiming for amazing goals. Love to know that you're all listening out there. And if you want to listen to our episodes for more tips and strategies, and of course, we'll be back next week. So new episodes released every week on Thursdays. So again, thank you so much for listening. And until next week, here's your reminder to keep making every moment count. Thanks for listening to the Everything Early Childhood podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. We read them all. (laughs) To catch all the latest from me, your host, Lisa Brown, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Lisa Brown underscore Platinum Ed. Thanks again for listening. Keep making every moment count and I'll see you next time.